A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, I'm Jake Cunningham and welcome to the Curzon Film Podcast. In this episode, we're very excited to bring you a fascinating conversation about the new Brazilian film, Bacurau. Bacurau begins with Teresa, as she travels home for the funeral of her grandmother, the former matriarch of Bacurau, a dusty village in the Brazilian outback, a town that celebrates its eclectic range of inhabitants, misfits and outsiders. But on her arrival, she finds that Bacurau is beset by strange happenings after the intrusion of middle-class elites from the north who are exploiting the land and its people, selling them out to European and American interests. The film flips the basic ethnographic documentary reflections of small-town folk, turfing out portraits of simplicity in favour of genre-smashing bloody retribution. <laughs> we hosted writer-director pair Kleber Mendoza Filho and Giuliano Dornales for a Q&A at Curzon Bloomsbury, where they spoke to Observer and Curzon magazine contributor Wendy Eide about the film's 10-year journey to the screen, its international inspirations, and their 11,000-kilometre search for the perfect small town. Can you put your hands together and welcome to the stage Kleber, Mendoza, <laughs> Filio and Juliano Donelles. So let's talk a little bit to begin with just about the, the genesis of the idea because as I understand it, this film dates back about a decade was when you first started thinking about doing it so it's been fairly long and it's, it's sort of development. Um, can you talk, you know, what was the seed that's, that grew into this film? A combination of different things. Um, um, our love for um, classic um, American cinema, particularly from the 60s and 70s, and also going back to the westerns uh, from the 40s and the 50s. Uh, Australian cinema, Brazilian cinema, Italian cinema from the 60s. Uh, but that that comes in the package of desire to make the film. The one thing that really got us going was we were at this film festival in, in Brazil, which only shows Brazilian films, and we had a short film showing at the festival. And the film was very well received, and it was a sci-fi kind of fake documentary about... Um, the city where we come from, which is tropical, it suddenly becomes uh, cold like London uh, today with rain 
all the time for an indefinite amount of time. And it became a very popular film, so that got us thinking about doing something uh, um, with genre. But we also saw some documentaries uh, at this very same festival. Some of them we thought was they were interesting, and others we thought were not interesting for us. And they had um, they usually showed uh, small communities. But some of it are really bad, actually. Yeah, some of them were crap, really. <laughs> and and they showed um, they had a thing of a, a kind of a repetition to show. Uh, um, small communities gener uh, no, uh, usually away from urban centers and the 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 characters they chose they were portrayed in in a kind of a problematic manner and they were treated as simple people so we thought that this film that we wanted to do should have amazing awesome people uh, in in very far away uh, uh, non-urban communities. So that was the real seed of the. We're we're really thinking about representation, and we come we come from from this from where we shot the film, not from the the countryside, but from the city. Uh, so we we thought that the film should be about a very interesting community full of people we we love. You know, we love these characters. It's uh, it was a very different time when you started making this film, in terms of the kind of cultural landscape and the social political landscape in Brazil. Um, since you finished the film, everything has changed a little bit politically in terms of a lot. A lot, well a lot. lot. I mean, this is something. I, I mean, it's a it's a, a very political film, in in many ways. Um, is it something now with the with the Bolsonaro? Regime. Don't, don't say the word. <laughs> what, what should we say instead? The the president. The president. Mm. We don't say his name. Well, that's oh. that's how we, we <laughs> deal with the situation. You okay. can say that fucking guy. Okay. No, no. <laughs> There's children in the audience. <laughs> they don't oh, uh, speak English. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, well, I mean, obviously, the, the the cultural landscape has changed. Do you think is it is it going to be increasingly difficult to make political cinema like this going forwards increasingly more difficult to make any kind of film mm. or cultural um, yeah. work of artistic expression yeah uh, i agree uh, it's more difficult to make uh, free films mm. because they have this agenda and they 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 are in power now, and they gonna choose the films that they want to make. Probably, they, I don't know. Uh, it's it's very complicated, but uh, yeah, uh, 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 yeah, it's difficult to talk about this because uh, Brazil is a. It's like it's a very big country, and the the, the government is big, and so, so I think there are some people that that are trying to keep things. Uh, in the right, uh, even with uh, these gangsters mm. that took over, but uh, I don't know. I, uh, it's just uh, I'm, I'm just supposing. Uh, it's it's difficult, really difficult. The film well does the seem the quite crazy. I'm sorry. The the far the the film was developed during ten years. So we, I mean, the, my first film. Uh, it, it was uh, Neighboring Sounds. It was about some kind of 
um, diffuse uh, tension in society, which I think is a classic situation in, in life in society. And, and at the same time, Brazil was going through a very st uh, stable uh, moment in, in its history. It was the end of the Lula years. And then in Aquarius, when Brazil began to deviate from the, from the democratic road, leave the democratic road, Aquarius began, Aquarius had some lines of dialogue which I wouldn't have written in neighboring sounds. So the tone was, was um, the, tone, the tone went up um, in the political conversation. O although the film refused to, discuss, to have a political conversation, it was just a conversation about people in life. But of course, when you do it honestly, it becomes a political conversation. And then with Bacurau, which the, the, the last four years of, of the writing of Bacurau, they really uh, observed what was happening, not only in Brazil, but in other places. Uh, the ele uh, Donald Trump got elected in the United States. That had an impact on the, on the script we were writing. And then we actually shot the film seven months before the current president uh, came to power. So this is not a film about what's happening now, but it's a film about a certain climate, which we kind of, you know, uh, we picked up on somehow. But your film now seems actually rather prescient because I've, I read that the government actually erased somewhere from a map. So, I mean, could you have really predicted that? I mean, it's <coughs> it was during the we, no, we couldn't predict. It was in post production. That yeah, yeah, we <laughs> we we already have written the the script. It, it was always in the script. Yeah, uh, there, there there were some coincidences. Some there's no coincidence, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it's it because because I think the film looks to to the history, addresses to to the history of Brazil and the mistakes that uh, we insist in repeat as a society, probably. But uh, w one thing that is important that I, I, I didn't say, uh, it's uh, in mo moments like this, uh, uh, the artists, uh, they, they probably, they, they will find a, a way to make their, their work, their, their, their films and their music. And uh, with this difficult situation, sometimes uh, we, we, we get a lot of inspiration all, all, all this absurdity and all these bad things happening, maybe, maybe it will change the, the professional, well, for the profession, for the technicians, for the people that uh, need to, to live uh, from the industry, it will be uh, very hard, probably. But for the ar artists, it's probably a very fertile moment of creation, I think. Uh, that was just... Uh, just yesterday, the, the newly appointed uh, Secretary of Culture, uh, an actress, but from the far right, extremely conservative, she said something that two years ago, even two years ago, I would never have, I would never believe that somebody said that in a press conference. She said something like, uh, the clowns uh, fought in talcum powder means we have energy, artistic create creativity and energy in this country, something like that. And I read that and I, I just went, what? It sounds like the it's gone Google Translate. The, the clowns <laughs> fought in talcum powder? Did she say that? And I, I went to see the video and it's like, uh, 
So it's kind of a very strange. She wasn't trying to be funny. No, she was not trying to be funny. She was trying to say something real. It, I'm beyond the. I mean, it's. And, and it's a very strange moment of absurdity. It's a moment that has been. I mean, your film has really connected with the Brazilian audience, though, hasn't it? And I was reading about how particularly Lungo has become um, celebrated, and there's lots of fan art, and I saw pictures of children dressed up in Halloween costumes. Lungo yeah. is the now the leftist's uh, national hero. Yeah. People are making tattoos of, of him. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. it's like Joker. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it somehow, uh, yeah, it touched on some nerve, and yeah, it became a kind of a interesting an interesting idea to observe and to try to analyze the film and, and, the, and the audience. So the films, I mean, it resonates, I think, pretty much universally. The, the themes really connect with the audience all around the world. But, I mean, I, I imagine there's quite a few things which are pretty culturally specific to the Brazilian audience. So what are, what are we missing? What are the, the kind of the little things under, under maybe underneath that we're not actually picking up on? Are there some kind of crucial details that we probably are missing out on? That's a very tough question to answer because, I mean, as Brazilian, as a Brazilian... We can try to make a list, but <laughs> it's... But as a Brazilian... There are levels of understanding, mm. I think, because even inside Brazil, people from the southeast uh, uh, can understand in a not so deep way that a person from uh, northeast, you okay. know. Yeah, but of course, when I make a film, I, I don't think about how it will be understood. Hopefully, it will be understood by all. But I mean, as a Brazilian, I have seen British films or Danish films or American films, and I didn't get all the whatever le levels of understanding the films. If I see a film by Alan Clark, whom I love, I love his his work, British filmmaker. I, well, I might miss something, but the the, the energy is there, and uh, hopefully, Bacurau, the energy will will come across. Of course, if you cut somebody's head, you are sending a very clear message. Um, but the interesting thing is, some people boast in 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 a in a in a even a, in 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 a very positive and sweet way ab about their knowledge of the Kangasu. Um, uh, history, which took place in the 1930s in Brazil, and these bandits, they were extremely violent and they were caught by police, the police cut their heads off, but in fact, yeah, that's an interesting piece of Brazilian history, and we do quote that piece of Brazilian history through Lunga's uh, jewelry and, and the way he dresses, and but actually... In the museum you, 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 you can see the the yeah, presence. there are many iconographic references yeah. to the Kangas. However, when uh, prison um, riots happen in Brazil right now, they are extremely, they are medieval in their violence. Uh, there are images on YouTube of inmates playing with uh, somebody's, you know, other inmates' uh, heads, you know, football, or chucking uh, bits of you know, hands or arms or legs uh, over the, the wall. So, 
in in our minds, in my mind, I think Lunga might have might have spent some time in prison and, and, and got some of that violence, some of that savagery from prison, but that's not in the film, that's not discussed in the film. I always like uh, to see films that I don't understand uh, perfectly or everything about that particular culture culture. And uh, after after if I if I like the film, if the film uh, makes me interesting uh, interested in uh, about uh, th those uh, subjects, I, I go uh, to do some research and learn something new. It's it's something that I it's 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 an idea that I like about Bakurao. So these little details, uh, maybe someone from here, from London, uh, will be curious about it and start to, to learn a lot about Brazilian culture. Who knows? By the way, I have to say that in this particular screening, just because I mentioned what happens right at the beginning with the British Board of Film Censors, <laughs> they did not screen it. So uh -huh. I thought it was kind of funny. So it said... Uh, 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 Strong violence, super strong violence, uh, bloody, gory, strong bloody violence <laughs> and gore, and I thought that was a bit of a spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So geogra the geography of the of the, of the town is very important. The, the sense of place is really important. So I mean, not only is it sort of specific region, um, it you had a sort of specific requirement in terms of a town with one street. Um, how hard was it to find your place, and and how long did it take? We, we traveled, uh, I think, about uh, eleven thousand kilometers to find that place. Because nowadays it's very hard to find a place uh, without uh, asphalt roads. You know, we needed that uh, feeling of isolation. Uh, only dirty roads, only only sand, and and we needed that uh, that that little uh, formation of. Uh, um, little mountains around that uh, that city because of the the attack of the the, f the foreigners and yeah uh, and we it's 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 hard because uh, the the sertão changed a lot in in the last uh, 15 20 years because of the development of the um, implemented by the the workers party especially uh, yeah and uh, everything changed a lot and, and we needed that that uh, uh, that image of a uh, one one street uh, village, uh, a Western uh, uh, situation, you know. So, yeah, it was kind of hard, but uh, yeah, we have many beautiful uh, places unexplored uh, in that region. It's it's a very big uh, region to to make many films. Me and Kleber, when we went back there, we started to talk about. Uh, go back there and make another film because it's a very powerful place full of culture and history and yeah and those those uh, it's uh, th there are many um, confirmations of of our path be because we, we went to many little villagers uh, villages like that and for example we in one of that uh, one of those uh, we saw this this square this little square with a bust in the middle and we got curious we went there to see uh, who, who was that uh, person in, in the bust and we discovered that uh, it wasn't a man it wasn't a, a big farmer a, a colonel or, or a politician or something like that it was a woman and a teacher and immediately we we already written the, the character of Carmelita and we just wow this, this is 
this is the the way to do we, we are in the right yeah yeah we, it's it was a hard but a beautiful moment for us to to discover that place and you also cast a lot of your characters the the supporting characters from the region as well i mean can you talk a little bit about that process of finding these people did you have roles that you needed to fill or did you shape the roles to the characters that you found we were very open to discovering amazing faces and amazing people and basically what happened is the production came to the region and almost like a magnet the, the and of course through the work of some wonderful um, collaborators um, they they attracted uh, what later I found because I took it for granted which is very stupid of me I don't know if Giuliano took took them for granted, but I did. I thought they were just people who were interested in making the film. During the process, I was completely floored by who they were and how they acted and, who and, and their faces. And, I, and then I was just moved by them. And then we just began to, to have them in the film and mix them with the professional actors and with the stars. And and we just did this wonderful soup of amazing people, and right at the end, and as I go back to what I what I said about taking them for granted, at the right at the end of the process, when everybody began to understand that the film would come to an end and we would say goodbye, that's when I realized that in fact those people from different small villages around the region, they were in fact, the outcasts of each small community. The gay people, the crazy ones, the writers, the, the, the artists, the ones who f saw themselves as artists and were never accepted or understood, who had problems with their families, and that was incredibly moving for me. And they were in the film. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, I think you know the representation of the people is um, it's a striking balance that you've got there between sort of you know something which is a truthful reflection of the people and then also you know these quite extreme genre elements so uh, how do you go about getting this balance between you know being true to these people and doing you know I'm not even sure we got the balance right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we, we just made made the film as we mm. always wanted to, um, with a lot of respect for those 
yeah. those characters. But yeah, I think the the key is to love uh, the characters a lot and to have a lot of fun also. So maybe. But maybe one way to answer your question is uh, Brazilian cinema is not very. Uh, used it, to. It, yeah, it doesn't have a very intimate relationship with yeah. genre cinema. Yeah. That comes from from our love for genre cinema. So I really believe that the way the script was written and the way the film was edited and put together, you have about 40, 40 minutes. You go in the cinema and you're watching a rural drama. And you're asking yourself, where is this going? And then little by little, there are new developments being put into place. So it's almost like the, the beginner's guide to a genre film. You don't begin it like genre in the first two minutes. You just keep building and uh, giving information, and people are be hopefully becoming interested in, in the community and the story and the characters. And when a UFO mm -hmm. appears? Uh, yeah. I was really afraid when the, if nobody leaves the, the, room, the UFO okay. appears, because I thought <laughs> this is when people begin to leave. You know? <laughs> but apparently it hasn't really happened like that. But the pacing um, is, is one element um, which I was going to ask you about, but also the fact that there is no one central character who's drawing us through the story. So you have a community which is a central character, which I love. Um, but I just wonder, I mean, is, does that not make it really difficult to edit? How long were you... Oh, yeah. <laughs> very, very, very difficult. And to write also. Yeah. We always wanted to, to have this kind of memorable moment for each character in the films. Uh, this is a very difficult thing to, to balance and to, to, to figure out. Uh, yeah. What can I say? Also, <laughs> it really helps to work with um, uh, generous actors and actresses because I can see hell happening uh, when some actor or actress says, let's make my character stand out. Yeah. And this is not the film. <laughs> this is not the film. I'm sorry. This is everybody is as important as everybody else. I need more yeah. dialogues. I need I need more <laughs> lines of dialogue. No, you don't. <laughs> Maybe you can get a close up if it works, uh, but you're not gonna get more dialogue. No, everybody has the same importance in the film. Everybody is important in the film. It sounds kind of like um, an utopia, but within our script, I think it made sense. We're very lucky. So we did not have people like that in, in the, in, in on the set and, and, and I, I, I feel incredibly lucky not to have had that experience. With that in mind, I probably shouldn't pin, pick out one particular performance or one actor but I did want to just Don't. mention... No? <laughs> Can I just ask about Udek here? How did he become in involved in it? Because he, he's so perfect and just so kind of bizarre but you know, perfect cast. Udo is one of uh, uh, we always we say the same yeah. thing. Uh, we, we one of our favorite people in life. Yeah, he's an amazing uh, person. But one thing that is important to say: it's uh, we we are very lucky to have uh, many new uh, actors and actresses working with us. But we we had a lot of uh, people that we worked together for many years. So we we. We we already know very well each other, and we 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 are like a family. We tr we trust each other, so it's th the things are are not that complicated because 
uh, everybody understands uh, uh, how we like to to work when and uh, you know it's uh, it's some kind of philosophy that we we slowly implemented uh, with a lot of respect and love and that's it and and, and then we, we 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 are lucky because udo kier could be a disaster uh, but he's not he he's like, like a he's like a, a wonderful uh kid 74 year old kid and uh, have the double amount of energy that I that I have. It's crazy. We would shoot and ten, he's nine always hours. in good mood and yeah. always making jokes and yeah. We'd shoot nine hours and I'd go back to the hotel, you know, take a shower and sleep and then suddenly the door bam bam bam. Gleber, let's have a drink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah all right, we'll do. let's <laughs> have a drink. Another one. Yeah. I'm gonna open it's it wonderful. up to the audience. If anyone's got a question, there's someone at the back. Can you wait for a microphone? It's a wonderful film to play Spot the Influence, but I'm not going to ask a question about the influences. Now, you mentioned about, you know, the you didn't want a spoiler with the, with, with the certificate. I mean, I don't think that would have spoiled it, but what really spoils it in some films with the certificate is when they say suicide scene, and you don't know there's going to be suicide in the film. But you, you mentioned the, that, that Luger's become a leftist hero. I'd like to ask you about maybe how the right has responded to the film, because when I heard President Trump condemning Parasite unseen... I thought I'd like to show this film to some of what I call my rogues gallery of world presidents, Trump, Erdogan, Putin and Assad, and hopefully they would watch it and then commit suicide. <laughs> but if you could say how the, the, the right, some of the right-wing reaction to this film has been. Well, it's, it's complex to answer your question because in, in, in our last film, the film Aquarius, which I did, which I think was shown here at the Curzon, um, we did a protest at the red carpet in Cannes, so that immediately flagged the film as a kind of um, political um, uh, left-wing, sorry, left-wing uh, kind of um, communist. communist film. I've never been a communist, of course, not, not even when I was a teenager. And um, for this film, we went, also we went back to Cannes in competition, and of course, we did not do a protest, not because of fear of anything, but because we're not, I mean, we it's too predictable to do a second protest. And, and the press was saying, so what's the protest now it's going to be like, you know? And this is, we're not going to do a protest. I think the situation is very clear and... Uh, and the international 2019 press. Everybody knows knows what was going on in Brazil in 2016. We needed to inform the international yeah, community. That was the whole idea of the yeah. protest. So we didn't do a protest. So the film was not flagged as a problematic film. It was released, a huge, phenomenal success, and slowly the right begins to discover the film and go, "Oh, yeah, that's problematic. That's a complicated film." And then they began to attack the film. And the neoliberal writers and pundits and, uh, you know, journalists, they, they had uh, bizarre articles written about the film. And, and that's when the film caught fire, because the film critics had stopped writing about the film. And now, like policemen, academics, lawyers, lawyers bus drivers, everybody was talking about the film from one side of the fence or the other side of the fence. So they were basically angry at the film, that the film was left-wing propaganda, 
that the film was actually teaching the lower classes to rise against and the lower classes should know their places in society it, it just it, it, people were writing about themselves not about the film because i think the film is actually quite open so your question is very interesting and and i think in the future some someone or some people will study more the the whole reaction from the right to bakurao which is a very interesting and for me a bizarre reaction because it's not really made up of ideas it's made of um it's it's really about the the ones who are writing it's not really about the film the film is like a mirror and then they see themselves in the film and i mean it's that's that's what happens to literature and film and music you know for centuries any more questions all right there's one right at the back that's the hardest place you can get a microphone to i think N now you need to wait sorry Um, so I was wondering about the process of um, first writing the script and then getting, I guess, an investment to, to carry on production, especially a movie that is political or can be politicized. And how do you think that process of actually like kickstarting films is going to change in Brazil now? We're going to have to submit a different uh, script. We change <laughs> uh, for the shooting, and that's that's the, and the way the to shooting. do now. <laughs> well, Bacurau is, is 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 still the result of of democratic uh, the democratic process. So it was never questioned politically or in terms of ideology. It's just a film. Um, at the time when the film was um, submitted. Uh, you could submit evangelical films, you could sub submit LGBT-themed films, you could submit a film like Bacurau, and it was never questioned. The project was only analyzed uh, technically, if it could be done, if it was technically uh, sound, uh, technically well put together. Um, today we see the, the actual destruction of uh, the whole, all the intelligent policies that were put together to uh, uh, to support uh, to fund cinema and culture and and it's a completely different moment it's a very uh, sad and depressing moment for for the industry of for anyone who works with culture you know, there are technicians and production companies just shutting down uh, so it's a very difficult moment right now any more questions? Hi, first I want to thank you. As a Brazilian, it makes us really proud to see such a beautiful mu movie and showing our people in a, such a beautiful way. Um, I have actually two questions, but they are quite quick. So first, I wanted to know if there is any symbol behind the coffin, the coffins that it's showing on the movie all the time, like from the beginning, the first scene to the very end. And if it's somehow um, the foreigners can be seen as 
the police in Brazil sometimes acting against our people, you know, killing in, innocent people in favelas and things like that, that we know is common, if you did think about it when you're writing a movie. Uh, <coughs> the coffins, uh, for me, the I think for Kleber, is, uh, they are symbols uh, of something uh, macabre or bad, uh, death. So uh, the in the beginning of the film, you see a, a, a truck uh, and, and a lot of coffins broken. In, uh, something it's not uh, going uh, uh, very well. Uh, it's just uh, to to give some atmosphere of something uh, different. Uh, that's that was the the idea of the coffins in the beginning of the the, the film. But the coffins. Uh, our symbols, as I said, uh, they are in the westerns. Uh, we we saw a lot of uh, Italian westerns. We saw Django. We saw, uh, and Django uh, drags a, a coffin uh, with a machine gun inside. So uh, it's just uh, I don't know uh, to 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 have fun to play with symbols and, and to, yeah to create atmosphere. It's some. It's just a device, I think. And the other question was about the police. Is that right? Whether I never thought about the police. Uh, it makes sense, your question, the way you put it, but I never thought about the police. No. I thought We thought a lot about the Vietnam War and, and wars and battles and, and violent conflicts. Stories of invasions. Yeah, which belong to history and, and they keep repeating themselves. And, but the Vietnam War was widely discussed during the process, but not the Brazilian police. But it, unfortunately, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I think we have to wrap up. I'm not sure whether we have... Well, there's one more question. We've maybe got time for one more. I have to congratulate you. It was great. Great. Uh, you gave us a great time as an audience. But I, how do you divide... Uh, I mean, you're both... You both directed this. How, how do you divide your chores... Um, who makes the decision about where the camera goes? Who? I mean, how does it work? Incredibly tough. <laughs> incredibly tough question to answer, Mr. Irons. Um, first of all, we love each other. That's that's one thing. But it does not answer your question. We had plenty of time to to talk about uh, camera positions in the time that. We we're writing the script, for example, so we s uh, it it uh, saves us a lot of time in the time of, of the shooting. Uh, yeah, and it's that uh, uh, we trust each other very much. Uh, we 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 could uh, left the egos uh, outside the <laughs> the equation uh, most of the time. Uh, I really I I I think we only disagree in four uh, five moments. Uh, we needed to split uh, three moments because of the the schedule. The, the, the and uh, yeah, we did everything together, and the best idea worked, and that's it. And uh, when we had to deal with something urgent, uh, that uh, something uh, the weather changed, or we we needed to to use our trust and to 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 be very uh, comfortable to. Yeah, to, to, to yeah, I I think it's the 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 thing of. Uh, 
working with Kleber because Kleber is more experienced uh, than me uh, as a di film director. Uh, yeah, uh, we just uh, we just discussed uh, things before. Uh, I think that's the key, maybe. Yeah, we yeah. can. I can give you a very practical example. Um, the cleaning of the museum when when the the director comes in and says, "So let's clean everything, but don't touch the walls. Please don't touch the walls." I directed that, and right at the same time, I had a. Um, uh, Giuliano on a radio, and he was directing the the, the apparition of Carmelita when she a she appears for uh, as some kind of spirit for Udo's uh, character at the end of the film, which is actually a very specific image. We needed a very specific image of this woman. She should be shot like a queen, like a ghost, f kind of floating. Uh, um with the community behind her, so it was a very specific image. And I never went up there, I, I trusted Giuliano to get that image, uh, to get an image that we discussed for many years, but which, which we never really did a storyboard for that particular image. So he went up to the hill and, and did that image, and, and, and I was in the museum, uh, shooting the museum, the cleanup, uh, the museum cleanup sequence. So. Those were happening at the same time, and we really had to uh, to run, and he had to do one thing, and I had to do another thing. And uh, I think there so were two occasions more, uh, yeah. but uh, and they're all in the film. Yeah, they're in the film, and yeah. But it it is extremely tough to explain, and we get uh, even friends asking uh, that question at home, uh, saying how how did you go about? Um, some people think. Um, so one did dialogue and the other did action, but it was never like this. We were always together, working together in the film. Well, it works. I'm really sorry, we're going to have to wrap up, I'm afraid, because yes. I've got another film coming in. But thank you so much. Thank you very thank much, you. all of you. Thank you. Thank you to Kleber Mendoza Filio, Giuliano Dornales and Wendy Eide. If you'd like to hear another fantastic Q&A, look back in our podcast feed, where you can find Bong Joon-ho talking to Edgar Wright, as well as our special deep dive documentary episodes on Best Picture winner Parasite and Celine Siama's incredible portrait of a lady on fire. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.